Welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, Lakers lost to the San Antonio Spurs. Wenyan Gabriel didn't get into the game. I'm going to have some thoughts on that. And Russell Westbrook opened up about what this season has been, especially as it has progressed and the toll that it is taking on him and his family. I'm going to play a full clip of his comments and then react to them uh, later in the show. I'm just going to start by getting the basketball stuff out of the way uh, and then jump into more of the human stuff for the remainder of the show. Lakers lose to the San Antonio Spurs 117 to 110 in San Antonio. This is a brutal loss for their uh, chances at remaining in that 10 spot or, or in either the 9 or the 10 spot here uh, and get into the play-in game. The Lakers... Remaining schedule is brutal. This was one of the games that they had probably penciled in as a potential win. Uh, LeBron did not play, so now he's dealing with that knee soreness again. Frank Vogel said after the game that he, he's hoping or that the, the Lakers are hoping it isn't as bad as uh, the last time LeBron dealt with this knee pain. Uh, me too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I look, the, the, the Lakers... Their their margin for error just keeps on getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And my any remaining optimism that they were going to get into the playing game uh, just continues to get smaller and smaller and smaller. Uh, and this was a brutal loss for those chances. San Antonio hasn't been very good this year. It's the team that is probably most likely to jump up and leapfrog over the Lakers for that 10 spot. Uh, so that hurts even more. Uh, you, lo- you you wind up now splitting the tiebreaker instead of holding on to it, which would have given you, in essence, an extra game. Uh, they lose that as well. So it's just, you know, it was a tough night for playoff chances. Tough night for the Lakers. Tough night for it's very few guys really played particularly well. Uh, and And... This is just where they are now. All right, so here is the clip uh, that, in, that includes the, the questions, which is important context here as well. Remember, uh, Nina Westbrook got into uh, a back and forth. Well, not really a back and forth because I don't think Skip Bayless said anything back. But uh, Nina Westbrook was not happy with Skip Bayless calling Russ uh, Westbrook. And Russ heard that during the game again tonight in San Antonio. And did not like it. It had to be kind of pulled away from the baseline by the referee. There's a clip of it online as well if you want to see that. Uh, but this is this is reaching a breaking point for him and his family. And it's, it's, it's honestly reached a really sad point. Um, Russ, just off the court, um, your, your wife had a social media uh, thread today that I think gave some open kind of a window to some of the extreme things that have happened to your family this season. Um, people kind of talking. Career, you mean? Well, <laughs> it seemed like it was about this season, but I was wondering if there was anything you could speak to that. Yeah, you know, um, I think, you know, for one, you know, I, I 100% stand behind my wife and how she's feeling because um, it's not just about this year. Um, right now, she's reached a point, um, and my family has reached a point to where it's really weighing on them, um, and it's very unfortunate, uh, just for me personally, because um, this is just a game, 
this is just a game. This is not end-all, be-all. And um, when it comes to basketball, I don't mind the criticism of missing and making shots. But the moment it becomes where you sh- – you know, my name is getting shamed. Um, it becomes a, a, a issue. Um, I've, I've kind of let it go in the past, you know, just because it never really bothered me. But um, it really kind of hit me the other day. Honestly, I was uh, me and my wife was at um teacher parent conference for my son. <clears throat> um, and the teacher told me, she's like, uh, Noah, he's so proud of his last name. He writes it everywhere. He writes it on everything he he tells everybody walks around and says i'm westbrook westbrook that's his last name and it kind of i kind of sat there in shock and it hit me like damn like i can no longer allow people um you know for example westbrook to me is now shaming like it's shaming my name it's uh, my legacy for my kids um it's a name that means more not just to me but to my wife to my mom my dad uh, the ones um, that kind of paved the way for me. And, and that's just one example. I mean, that kind of hit myself and my wife in a, in a place where um, it's not great, man. And, and, you know, I think a lot of the, a lot of times, you know, I let it slide, but it's now time to put a stop to, to that and put it on notice. Like, there's a difference, and I, it, we need to make sure that it's understood. And every time I do hear it now, I will make sure that I address it and uh, make sure that I nip that in the butt. You said, you know, your your whole career you've been dealing with some degree of that. But yeah. has it been enhanced this year, or is it? Is it you know, it's that? it's it's very unfortunate. Like it's it's been like this for my entire career. Um, I've been blessed, man, and, and super thankful for um, <clears throat> the ones around me and the ones that support me. But um, it's really um, the the shaming of my name, the shaming of my character, the shaming of who I am as a person um, is to me is not warranted. Um, I haven't done anything to anybody. I haven't hurt anyone. I haven't done anything but play basketball a way that people may not like. Um, And this is just a game. This is just a game. This is not my entire life. Uh, um, And I think that is the, the ultimate thing that's been for me. And I don't like to harp on. I kind of just kind of one and out the other. But once it starts to affect my my family, my wife, um, even today, my mom says something about it today, and it affects them even going to games. Like my, I don't even want to bring my kids to the game because I don't want them to hear people calling their dad nicknames and out of their names for no reason because he's playing the game that he loves, and it, it's it's gotten so bad where you know my family don't even want to go to home games to any game because of. Um, you know, uh, not just the media across the globe use their platforms to constantly shame, shame, shame me. Um, and, you know, it's just super unfortunate, man. I'm, you know, and it's super upsetting to me. And I'm, you know, I'm at a point, you know, to where I'm going to continue to address it. It's just uh, unfortunate. I could have paraphrased, I could have read the direct quote, but I wanted you guys to hear some of the pain in his voice there because I think that's a really key point here. Remember, Russ is an L.A. kid, probably grew up rooting for these Lakers, you know, probably dreamt of one day wearing this uniform. And the fact that now he doesn't feel like he can take his kids to games anymore because of the things that fans say about him, it's just... 
it's it's heartbreaking, honestly. And you know, Kobe used to say after games was his favorite part of that night because uh, his daughters would run up to him and give him a big old hug. And it had nothing to do with what he just did in that game or what he had done for the Lakers, the championships that he had won. It had everything to do with the fact that he was dad. And, you know, I'm a father, and and I get a bunch of shit online for stuff that I say. And, and by the way, it just absolutely pales in comparison to uh, what Russ is dealing with and what professional athletes deal with. And... You know, it's part of it's part of the, the, the deal. It sucks that it's part of the deal. I wish that it was part of the deal that could be removed. Uh, and and clips like that really highlight that these people are human beings. And, you know, when I, I clearly am not the biggest Russell Westbrook fan in, in terms of the way that he plays basketball, the way that he approaches basketball. But I try to maintain my criticism and keep it to just basketball. Because that's, like he's saying, I'm analyzing a game. I'm talking about a game. And he's just playing a game. It's a game that he plays for a lot of money. But even there, if you're saying, well, he gets paid. I would love to get paid $44 million uh, to play a game. (laughs) Sure. We would all love to. But the world doesn't work like that. And then again, if he's talking about his kids, right? It's a parent-teacher conference and... And his kid is is proud to write his name all over the place. And these kids that he can't even take to home games apparently now, uh, he has to explain why, right? Why can't we go to the game, Dad? Well, because this is what you're going to hear. Or even before that, before it reaches that point, Dad, why are they saying those things to you? Why are they yelling those things at you? And you can just try to write it off as... Oh, they're just assholes. They're just idiots. They don't know what they're talking about. And, you know, that's still going to be heartbreaking for either Russ or Nina or anybody involved in that equation, right? Whether it's grandma or grandpa who has to, like, cover the kids' ears. It's just brutal. And, you know, it's it's another part of this season that is just incredibly wearing. And, you know, I'm... I, I, I hope that at season's end, everybody can go their separate ways and everybody can try to forget that this ever happened. But to those fans, uh, and you're, if you're listening to this, I hope that you do sometimes think about the person that you were yelling these things at at these games. You bought a ticket, cool. You want to voice your displeasure, boo. Right? It's not like you can yell there from the sidelines, Russ, make that rotation, right? That's not really going to work either. You know, I I have no problem. I have never had any problem with booing. It's kind of the most socially acceptable way to voice displeasure with the team that you are rooting for. It doesn't involve any profanities. <laughs> Obviously, it doesn't involve any racism. Uh, and, and, and what it just amounts to is letting the team know that the effort that they are showing is not okay. Like, that's fine for me. But attacking players personally, attacking coaches personally, uh, yeah, I, I just, that's not okay. That's not okay for me. And I wanted to play that entire clip so that you can see the other end of that equation. 
All right, that's going to do it here for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown. Uh, we have the Taco Tuesday guys talking later today. You guys are going to want to tune into that and see where they're at as uh, the Lakers drop another disappointing loss. Earlier today, I spoke to uh, Nora Magaro-George uh, of Pounding the Rock and predicted that the Lakers were going to lose last night, uh, but also spoke uh, to him about uh, whether the, the San Antonio Spurs are interested in uh, organizationally getting up and, and getting into that 10 spot. Sounds like they do, played like they are. So uh, you're going to want to listen to that as well. Um, Harrison and I on Thursday have a really fun guest lined up, uh, and I cannot wait to conduct that interview and let you guys listen to it. I'm not going to give it away because I don't like to do that, but you're really going to want to keep listening. If you, There's also, if you are listening to this on iTunes, quite the backlog of episodes that you should check out. My apologies again for A, the issue, and B, how long it took to figure out. It's just a technicality that iTunes was dealing with, and we try to deal with it as quickly as we possibly could. We have it now figured out. If you want to avoid stuff like that in the future, again, Spotify is a way better podcasting application. So use that is, is my advice. Until tomorrow, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.